Hey folks, it's Dr. Gersmar from Aspire Natural Health. Welcome back. We are in season two, episode two of the Aspire Natural Health podcast. Joining me today, my good friend and dear colleague, Lorelai Hallett. Hey, Lorelai. Hey, how are you? I am doing fantastic. Listen, awesome. our, our last episode got really good <laughs> uh, reviews. It's awesome. Uh, people are are finding it, they're connecting with it, and they're especially telling us that they enjoyed hearing your story, uh, where you come from, and why and how you connect with people so well. So that is awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's really awesome. So I can't appreciate that more, yeah. <laughs> All right, so we thought it would be fun, uh, since that one went over so well, to today talk a little bit more about me, because of course everyone loves talking <laughs> about themselves, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, Dr. Gersmar. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we thought we'd uh, take a little time today and share my story, again, in the hopes that this helps people understand, you know, uh, where we're coming from, why we do the things that we do, uh, and, a, and a little deeper insight into who we are as people. So I'm going to let Lorelai take this one away. Lorelai, <laughs> go for yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, so when you and I first started working together three years ago now, believe it or not, I know. Uh, my, my anniversary for actually working for you mm -hmm. uh, is the 20th of July, 2016, I want to say. So it's been almost three years. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, when I first started working for you, um, I was wondering, you know, what's your story? And, you know, you shared it with me and I'm like, oh my goodness, this is very similar to, you know, my story. Obviously I didn't become a doctor like you, however. Right. So anyway, I'm just wondering, you know, what's your story? Where are you from? Sure, sure. So uh, pretty funny, right? Living in good old rainy Pacific Northwest Seattle. Uh, where did I come from? So born and raised a San Diego boy in Southern California. Uh, moved up here to Seattle to go to medical school and uh, decided I hated this place. And uh, there was... <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and, so, and so, Dr. Gersmar, you're still yes. here. Uh, like... I, I am, many years <laughs> later, uh, somehow. But no, uh, uh, you know, hated the rain and hated the, uh, the gloom and, um, you know, the, the sun and beach of Southern California. But uh, over the years, going to medical school here, my wife and I developed roots in a community. I came to love the mountains and the forests more than I love the beaches. So if you ask me, you know, Dr. G, would you rather go a trip to the hiking in the mountains or would you rather go to the beach? The answer is going to be the mountains yeah. every day. They're right? absolutely beautiful there. They yes. are. They are. And uh, fell in love with the place and the community, uh, the people. And uh, yeah, so these many years later, still here with uh, no intention <laughs> of, uh, of leaving any That's time in the future. Yeah. That's so fantastic. I grew up there uh, for my undergraduate, went to college, and uh, my first major was engineering, was going to be an engineer like my dad was, and uh, quickly found out that that just didn't work really well for me. Um, it was fine, but uh, wasn't my passion, didn't really see myself. As I started to get into it, didn't really see myself doing that for, you know, for my career and the rest of my life. And uh, this was back when college was uh, substantially cheaper than it is these days. So spent a while bouncing around trying to figure out what to do. And much to my parents' dismay, uh, ended up with a philosophy 
uh, uh, her, right? That was a that was a fun conversation to come home and let them know about that. But uh, I was always attracted, and I still am these days. I'm a big picture type of person. I like taking uh, uh, big ideas from different areas, and this is one of the things. I have to toot my own horn here for a second, that I feel like I do well and that I want to encourage more health practitioners of all stripes and shades is don't get too siloed looking at a very narrow slice of things, often by, by looking in other areas or borrowing from other disciplines or areas of knowledge. We can find answers that we can't see when we zoom in too, too narrowly. And I really love that about philosophy, this idea of, of unpacking things and thinking about the big picture and questioning assumptions and just thinking about thinking. And uh, though I never intended it at the time, uh, I think it has continued, that, that degree and that training has continued to serve me well all through, through all of medical school and all, all the adventures afterwards. And That's so- awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my parents are very, very happy to see that I put that philosophy degree to, uh, to good use there. Um, and uh, I had no intention of being a doctor, none, none whatsoever. Like most people, uh, grown up, you know, pretty healthy, never really had many issues, uh, you know, went to the doctor every once in a while because that's what you were supposed to do, but, but didn't really even think about it. Uh, and then uh, stroke, you know, we both talked about last week how strokes brought us to the place that we are. And uh, my dad went in for surgery. Uh, I remember the day vividly. I was at work. Uh, I was working an office job in between classes and I was at work. I got a phone call from my mom saying uh, they were going into surgery. Everything was great. Uh, then I, I worked uh, that day in the office. Uh, then after the office closed, I remember I was also the janitor. So I uh, cleaned the office and then I headed home and I remember vividly I was I was uh, at my place I had a microwave meal in the microwave and the phone rang and um, I picked it up and uh, my mom was sobbing on the phone and I was like okay what you know what was going on and uh, you know my dad had had the surgery everything had gone well uh, and then he just didn't wake up again and finally, she, you know, turned to one of the nurses and said, shouldn't he be awake? And she was saying, oh, well, it's just the anesthetic that he had. And, and my mom was like, no, no, he's been out for a really long time. Like, I, I want you to, can we wake him up now? And they tried to wake him up. And then all of a sudden, you know, doctors and nurses started swarming the, 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 um, you know, the hospital room, uh, and she called me in a, in a panic that he'd had a stroke, and I remember just, you know, scarfing down my microwave meal, uh, and then, you know, running to the car to, to drive down there, and, and began a process of, um, you know, uh, first of all, would he survive? It was a massive stroke, um, you know, similar in many ways to what you experienced, uh, trouble, you know, walking, and moving, and, and speaking, and so many other uh, pieces that a stroke does for you, unfortunately. And um, that began the process of, of encountering medicine 
in, in a way that I never had before. So for the next uh, year and some, I became one of his primary caretakers. I, I was able to finish school, uh, pretty much had to quit my job and, and move home and be with my family. And, um, you know, taking him through all the, the therapies and the doctor's offices. And I got to see firsthand everything that did work. And there were a lot of great doctors and therapists and other practitioners who helped. And there was a lot of, of terrible stuff to experience, you know. Yeah. And, um, uh, and then one day uh, they said to us, yeah, so basically insurance is done. They're not paying for any more. And good luck with that. And I remember sitting there, my you know jaw fell open, and I was like, "But what do you mean done? He's made these tremendous strides, but my dad, he can't work, he can't function very well, he can't talk still much, like he's not done." And they were just like, "Sorry, we're finished." And so it began a process for us of of asking and exploring alternatives. Was there anything else that could help him? And, um, you know, could acupuncture help or could biofeedback help or could nutrition help or could vitamins and, and minerals and herbs help or could, could these things make a difference for him? And uh, no one could really tell me. The acupuncturist would say, well, yes, acupuncture could help. And I would ask her, well, what about if we changed his diet? And she would say, I don't know. Or hmm. the, the biofeedback person was like, yes, biofeedback can help. And I would say, well, what about you know herbal medicine? Can that help? And they would say, I don't know about that. And I would ask his, his primary doctor and they would mostly say that stuff's all junk. Um, you know, don't bother with any of it, even though you know, we know that's not true. And so the short version is, all of that led me into a deep quest to understand medicine and the options that were available. And it led me to exploring all these things like nutrition and herbal medicine and complementary and integrative approaches to helping people. And I thought I would become an MD. Uh, mm -hmm. But I went and talked with a number of MDs and uh, told them kind of what my vision was, this sort of integrative approach. And for anyone out there who's heard of Andrew Weil, uh, he was just kind of getting going at the time. So these days we're recording this in 2019. The idea of integrative medicine is really starting to become more and more accepted. Uh, but you know, years ago, it still was an extremely fringe thing at the time. And they told me, if you go to, to regular medical school, you're going to be in for a world of pain. Um, they're not, you, you know, you're going to basically learn a whole bunch of stuff graduate and then have to turn around and unlearn that and relearn the things that you want to learn. And so I quickly realized that that, that wasn't the right approach for me. And that's wow. what brought me to Seattle. Woo. Wow. That's yes. amazing. That's amazing. Uh, so, so Dr. Gersmar, I know that, um, I know why you decided to study in the first place, right? Uh, but I'm, I'm just wondering what brought you to study uh, the guts. I mean, like the, the digestion system and, and autoimmunity and, yep. and poop. I mean, like what, you know, <laughs> you don't just wake up one day and be like, oh, you know what? I feel like thinking poop doctor. I don't know. Yeah. You might have right. done that. Right. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I joke, I get to be like a, I get to 
So we both have preteen boys, as you know, and uh, they love nothing better than to talk about poop. And so I figure uh, I get to be a preteen boy in, uh, every day at work, right? That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Well, you know, Dr. Yeah. Smart, uh, my children especially always love poop. Doesn't matter if, you know, they're 13 or not. I mean, they just always love poop. So yeah. it's great. Yeah. <laughs> In a, in a more serious vein, um, most of, of natural medicine for a long, long, long time has held the basic premise that health and disease begin with what's going on in the digestion. And that mm -hmm. if the digestion is not working properly, it is not possible for a person to be healthy in the long term. And so right. we kind of learned that four core fundamental tenet in school uh, and through all my reading and all my research. And so it was just sort of a natural fit to say, listen, if we want to get someone healthy, we must get their digestion working properly. And then over the years, since I began practicing, we've seen this explosion in understanding about what the bacteria or the microbiome that live inside our digestion and the profound influence on health and disease that they have for us. So it's, it's only sort of validated this direction that I began and digestive issues are so common these days. And so many people think that it's just nothing or that it's just something you live with or that it's Absolutely. just a, a mandatory piece of getting older that you're gonna deal with things like constipation or diarrhea or irritable bowel syndrome or gas or bloating or heartburn or or a whole host of other digestive or, or even even autoimmunity um my uh seven-year-old daughter was diagnosed and you know this uh dr gersmar but yeah. uh, she was diagnosed with uh localized scleroderma yep. um i'm not going to go into it right now but when we asked the question you know what about her diet the doctors, the MDs were like, nah, it doesn't matter. She can eat what she wants. I'm like, are you, I mean, like, I'm like, I roll, you know, like, oh my goodness, I can't believe that because, you know, the, a donut is different to a carrot. I mean, like, you know, it, it's just the basics, right? Yeah. But in all seriousness, you know, and I know both that what you eat has a huge effect on your body. Absolutely. I mean, the number, we hear that literally every week that you know every day for me yes. you know that they're saying well my gastroenterologist rheumatologist you know primary doctor oh it's uh, so frustrating you know said to me diet has absolutely nothing to do with what's going on um and you know as well as i lorelei that our experience is that about 80 percent 80 to 90 percent of people that we work with find that diet plays everything from a from a huge impact to a more <laughs> moderate impact on what's going on for people. So are, are there some people that diet seems to really not be playing a role in what's going on in terms of, you know, digestive and autoimmune diseases? There there are a few, but the 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 vast majority of people find benefit from changing their diet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. Yeah, and, and it is my hope, and it's it's starting to change. I, I see the the glimmer of 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 change going on that that you know the conventional medical system is recognizing that what we're eating 
uh, is more than just about the calories or the vitamins or the minerals that it gives us, but it has this profound influence on what's going on for people. And, you know, it, it's things like that. And the experience that I had and my dad had and my family had of going through the system. And again, I am not anti-conventional medicine. People, there's a time and a place for hospitalizations. There's a time and a place for drugs. So people are surprised sometimes when they hear me, I am not anti-drug. In fact, there are times I recommend or I will even put people on medications or drugs because it is the right tool and the, the person has that need for, for that medicine. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but, you know, it's to say that we're not anti-conventional medicine, but there is a lot that they don't know. That, 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 you know, again, like this idea that food has a profound influence for the majority of people on things, even like serious autoimmune diseases like multiple sclerosis, inflammatory bowel disease, rheumatoid arthritis, psoriasis, most people with those issues are going to, and others are going to find that food has a major impact on what's going on. So we yeah. wanna serve those people. We want people with digestive issues and autoimmunity to get their life back again. I mean, we deal with people whose lives have almost been completely taken away from them or yeah. are severely impacted by what's going on. They may be having trouble at work because their, their symptoms and their issues are, are giving them so much grief or it's influencing their social life, their time with family and friends. You know, we've had many examples of moms who feel yeah. like they, they cannot be the mom that they want to yeah. be for their kids, for their families. We have you know, men who feel that they can't be the husband or the provider that they want to be for their loved ones and for their family because their health and their, their issues are getting in the way. And we wanna give those people their lives back. We wanna give them the kind of support and guidance. You know, One thing that I saw and that I continue to see every week when we talk to people is, you know, the medical system treats people like they're, they're just a cog in the machine, they're just a number, uh, and, uh, you know, they're, they're given medications or they're given some treatments, and then they're basically almost just kind of kicked out and left to figure it out by themselves. And I know that was a lot of the experience that we had personally when we were dealing with my, with my dad and it was a lot of confusion and a lot of fear and a lot of uncertainty, a lot of doubt, a lot of, you know, scrabbling around the internet, what barely kind of existed back then, but it was a lot of you know, desperately searching, going to libraries and bookstores and, and well, Tim, I mean, you know. that, that, that was, for example, that, that was what we dealt with with Miriam because yeah. it took us four years to get her diagnosed and thankfully, um, I'm so thankful for you and all your knowledge because when I, I was working for you when she was diagnosed and I'm like, oh my goodness, this, I mean, scleroderma can be fatal. Yep. And so at the time I'm really freaking out. I'm like, is my little girl going to die? I yep. mean, what's going to, I'm going to yep. cry right now. But, <laughs> and, and so you gave us the knowledge and the wisdom and the, it's okay. Like, 
you know, you can, so I saw Jim, I saw our health coach and I saw you. Mm -hmm. And so you guys really gave me the confidence to know what to do, what to feed her, what to, you know, how to react to this. And I mean, so it's, it's, it's more than just, we see to, you know, your issue, but we see to you holistically. Right. And that's what, that's, I mean, like, I couldn't appreciate that more about Miriam. I know that I personally am so thankful for you and for uh, Jim, because I don't know where I'd be right now if it wasn't for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. And that's, <laughs> I mean, you know, that's why we do what we do, right? Right. We, right. Why we operate outside the system, why we practice differently than so many other people do, why we're all pushing the boundary and looking for ways to better serve people mm -hmm. because, you know, there are so many people that what is available isn't meeting their needs. Again, if it's, if it's what you need and it's working well for you, more power to you, I'm, I'm thrilled. But I'm, we're focused on those people who, who aren't getting their needs met and who need help. And there is yeah. so much help that's available out there for people. So yeah. I hope sharing my story a little bit, I, I hope people can hear the passion, passion and enthusiasm I have for this yeah. and, and you know, our deep desire to help people. So you know, if you're out there and you're listening to this and you're dealing with digestive issues, you're dealing with autoimmunity, you'd like some more support, help, guidance through this, you know, give us a call. Let's, let's chat about it. Let's find out if we can provide the help that you need and we're the right fit for one another. Right. Absolutely. Thank you, Tim. Yeah. Give us a call at 425-202-7849, or you can email Lorelai and chat with her. Just, uh, it's info at aspirenaturalhealth.com. And if you're not quite sure whether we might be the right fit. We actually just put up a new two-minute quiz. It takes literally two minutes, nine questions to answer. can help you quickly see if it's worth chatting with us more and it might be right uh, to connect with us. Cool? Cool. Thank you. Yep. Just visit the website, uh, www.aspirenaturalhealth.com, and you can check it out there. All right, Lorelai, I think we're good for today. We'll be back okay. next week to chat with everybody then, okay? Great. Thanks so much. I'll see you later. Take care. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Okie dokie. <laughs> and mouse. There we go. All right. So it is 1230. So yeah, you got to you got to run off to your call. So we made it. Yay. Yay. All, All right. right. Um, I'm going to go and then uh, I'll be back. Okay. Uh, I'll be back.